Jagilo Lasalami. Um, normally I would have other people here with me on the show, but it's a cold, boring, very, very grey day in London, and I've got a hot chocolate next to me because I do love my hot chocolate. Um, and the little human, I've kicked her off to nursery because I thought I would like a bit of peace and quiet just for a few minutes, you know, help me get my thoughts together. Um, anywho, so what am I going to talk to you about today since I'm the, I'm the only one in the cafe? I thought I would talk to you about something that I learned recently. Well, maybe not that recently, um, but I thought I would share, um, share it with you anyway. So something that I quite like. Um, is called continuing professional development. I feel that the more you do something, the better you get. You know, and that's you know how you then you know the more you learn something in your field, that's how you get better um, at at what you do. Um, so you know, as part of my continuing professional development, um, you know, I try to do research and see ways to make myself better, better as an author, better as a blogger better, just better, 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 better. You know, I want to be better. I hope to be better today than I was yesterday. And I hope to be better tomorrow than I am today. That's, you know, what I strive for. Um, so yes, you know, so part of my CPD, my latest CPD um, is retargeting. So how did I come up um, with retargeting as something that I thought would be useful as a choice of continuing professional development or is something to learn about. Guessing you've noticed this happen several times in your personal life, right? And it's happened several times in my life. I've noticed, and I'm going to use Amazon as an example, right? That, you know, I might be on Amazon because I do tend to shop on Amazon, you know, every now and then. I mean, I've got a little girl, so I'm buying nappies and I'm buying household stuff. Um, just, you know, because it's easier that way. Anyway, so I've noticed that, you know, I noticed that, you know, um, I'm doing stuff on Amazon. I'm looking at products. I go away, you know, with the mindset of coming back later. And, you know, I'm then on another website doing something totally unrelated to Amazon. And then, guess what? The product that I was looking at is then being served to me in an ad. Interesting, right? Like, how does an ad know you know, what product I was looking at, for them to now sort of show it to me, kind of remind me like, oh, hey, don't forget about this product you were looking at, you know, so that you can come back and, you know, and get it. And the funny thing is a lot of websites do it. It's not just Amazon. It's not just the big ones, you know, even sort of smaller websites, you know, they all, they're all doing it. Um, and so when I had to do a little bit of research, that's when I found out that, you know, it's called retargeting. But before I even go into, you know, retargeting, what is the importance of them showing um, ads, you know, to you from, you know, you visit a website, what is the importance to them, you know, of them showing it to you again? I mean, if you've left, you're probably, you're probably not interested or you might consider coming back at a later date. Like, why do you need to do this? So I typed into Google because I heard something a long time ago and I tend to find that I'm hearing lots of things every now and then. And, you know, things stay in my mind every now and then and I sort of file it away for future consumption. Um, anyway, so I typed into Google and I go, how many times do people need to see your ad to take action? The top result, right, from this website called successfulsoftware.net, it says, actually, research has shown that the number ranges from five to 12, but seven is a good rule of thumb. The rule of seven is an old marketing adage. 
it says that a prospect needs to see or hear your marketing message at least seven times before they take action and buy from you. That's interesting, right? I mean, it kind of makes sense because if you've ever looked at statistics, you know, with regards to websites, you know, and, you know, performance of your website and return on investment, I mean, you would notice what I've noticed, and I'm not going to speak for anybody else, but I've noticed, right, that, you know, whenever you've taken an ad out, for instance, you know, where you're paying for and you're driving traffic to your website, you know, so they might show, I don't know, let's say, they show 100 people your ad, right? So you get 100 people who see the ad that you've put there, right? But surprisingly, only two, you know, two of those 100 people actually come to your website. If you're lucky, I mean, I've been lucky where one time I got up to 15%, but that's, you know, quite unusual. You know, from what I've done as research, the typical, typical click-through rate is sort of less than 5%. So, you know, that's that one. Then, so you then have, let's say you then manage to get 100 people come up to your website. I mean, you can think about how minute the figure then starts sort of going the further along the, the funnel you had, right? So you manage to get 100 people, for instance, to come on your website. Then, if you're going to still use that, you know, and you want them to take action on your website, be it subscribe to your newsletter, be it click on your Facebook, or be you know, whatever actions is that you want them to do. And if we then use, you know, the click-through rate as, you know, the engagement rate, then we can assume that, you know, for every 100 people who visit your website, less than 5% of them would take action, right? So it means that you're actually losing 95% of people who visited your website and you've just gone right so they were interested enough to come but for whatever reason be it the content wasn't interesting or be it they weren't ready for what you had to offer be it they got interrupted i mean i get interrupted a lot of time because i'm a parent you know i mean having a few minutes to myself like this you know where i'm doing this big you know tutorial you know it's very few and far between you know so you know, people can go out of your website for several reasons. You know, you can never really tell what it is. So now this is what then brings me to retargeting. So first of all, the question you need to be asking yourself or, or that I asked myself at the very beginning is, what exactly is retargeting? So, but, you know, since I'm not an expert, but I'm not an IT specialist, I'm not a web design specialist, so I'm not anything specialist like at all, I thought I would do a Google search and bring out, you know, um, just based on the, from my research and the understanding I got, I went to a website that I thought, you know, explained it very well, that I thought I would sort of then use their explanation, because again, I don't think I could have explained it better than they did. So here it is. So this website is called retargeter.com. So according to them, it says, what is retargeting and how does it work? Retargeting, also known as remarketing, is a form of online advertising that can help you keep your brand in front of bounce traffic after they leave your website. From my layman understanding, bounce traffic is basically the people who come on your website, they spend a few seconds and leave again without taking action. They do not routinely look at other pages on your website. They leave their landing page, it tends to be their exit page. That's my understanding. But again, like I said, I'm not an expert. And who knows, maybe in the next few weeks or so, I might have an expert come and you know, give better or deeper insight into retargeting, right? So, yes, back to this retargeted.com website, you know, according to them, it says that for most websites, 
only 2% of web traffic converts on the first visit. See, now their even conversion rate is even less considered to what I was thinking. I was sort of saying, you know, less than 5% and, you know, hoping it would be like 3 or 4%. And they said, you know, it's less, it's, you know, it's only 2%. So basically for every 100 people who visit your website, only two people take action on your website on that first visit. So 98 of them just leave your website. They come, skim it, and just leave. Mm -hmm. So that is why retargeting is a tool designed to help companies, bloggers, authors, basically anybody who has an online presence, a website of their own, and they want people to take action. So retargeting is a tool that has helped to help these people reach the 98% of users who don't take action on their websites immediately. Okay? So how does retargeting work, right? Retargeting is a cookie-based technology that uses simple, a simple JavaScript code to anonymously, again, I have to stress, anonymously follow your audience all over the web, right? So um, according to this retargeter, I'm still on their website, it says, here's how it works. You place a small, unobtrusive piece of code on your website, and this code is sometimes also called a pixel. I know that Facebook tend to call it pixels, right? Anyways, back to what I was saying, the pixel is unnoticeable to your site visitors and won't affect your website's performance. Every time a new visitor comes to your website, the code drops an anonymous cookie um, browser cookie. Um, and later, when your cookie visitors go back on the internet, the cookie will let your retargeting provider know when to serve ads, ensuring that your ads are only served to people who have visited your site previously. Now, just a quick disclaimer or quick notice, right? In the UK, I don't know if it's a UK law or an EU law, but somebody made this law, right? That all websites in the UK or in EU or somewhere, you need to have a cookie policy. You need to let people know that you are, that you will be leaving cookies on your website. And, you know, if they want to opt out of cookies and how they can do so. Right. So, for instance, you can say if you continue to use my website, then it means that you're happy to have cookies. Um, yeah. But then again, not all cookies are meant to do tracking with like the way we're targeting, you know, cookies do. You know, some cookies are also there to help a website function. So, again, sometimes from what I read, you know, if you disable all cookies, it might affect the performance or the output you would get from a website that you're visiting. So just a little thing to know. But if you do have a website and you're based in the UK or the EU, whoever made the law, so you can go and find out the cookie policy law, um, then you need to put a notice to say that you are using cookies on your website. Okay? Right. Um, yeah, so where was I? So this is how the retargeting works, right? So you have your branch, you know, your online digital strategy, bloggers, readers, whatever it is, however way you're trying to drive traffic to your website, they bring potential customer or potential reader or potential whatever to your website, right? They visit your website, but they leave without taking action. They leave without buying anything. They leave without checking out other pages. Whatever it is that you want, they leave without doing any of these things, right? So when you've now got, um, when you've got pixels on their website and it leaves a browser cookie, so it leaves a cookie in their website browser, when they later soft the web, 
your ad recaptures their interest, okay? Because it then sort of notifies them or puts a little square thing, you know, about what they were looking at before. And hopefully that will then, because it picks their interest and reminds them that, oh, actually I was on this website and I didn't get a chance to finish what I was looking at or I didn't get a chance to look at other pages. It kind of captures their interest and motivates them to want to come back to your website. And then when they do, potential customer turns into happy customer. Obviously, nothing is foolproof. If you have absolute, absolute rubbish content, right, no one's going to take action, or it's very unlikely that people will take action. I mean, I don't know what's the rubbish content, but that's the thing about professional, continuing professional development. You look, you review, you improve, you look, you review, you improve, and that's how you know. So if you do, for instance, an ad, you send some of people, and nobody's doing anything, then you need to ask yourself, what can I do differently? How can I improve? What will I do that sort of, you know, you just do review, you speak to people, you network with other professionals, and that's how you get better. Okay. Okay, so now retargeting is so effective, right? Because it is it focuses your advertising spend on people who are already familiar with your brand and have recently demonstrated interest. That's why most marketers who use it tend to see a higher return on their investment than most other digital strategies or most other digital markets. So you remember at the beginning I said to you, you know, I said, you know, how many times do you need to, uh, people need to see your ad before they take an action, right? So you can imagine, you know, you've done all this work to bring people to your website and then they just go away and they possibly forget about you. But then the whole idea of using retargeting is that whilst you're on the internet, you know, so, so almost like a subliminal message, right? You know, they're seeing your ads and it kind of reminds them, you know, so they might visit two or three, four other websites, keep seeing your, and they're like, oh, yes, actually, I do need to do this thing stuff. And bam, right? Okay. So it says, when does retargeting work? Retargeting is a powerful branding and conversion optimization tool, but it only works best as part of a, large, a larger digital strategy. So you remember what I said, right, that, you know, you need to have this, big tree on just big roots, right? Where you have different branches and different roots, you know, of how you're going to get people to come to your website, be it using bloggers, be it using friends, you know, be it using family, whatever it is, you know, you do all these things to bring people to your website and then that's when your retargeting works. So according to retargeter.com, because I'm still on the website, it says that retargeting works best in conjunction with both inbound and outbound marketing or demand generation, strategies involving content marketing, AdWords, and targeted display are great for driving um, traffic, right? So this is part of your digital strategies, but they won't help with conversion optimization, right? Conversely, retargeting can help increase conversions, but it can't drive people to your website. It only works when people have already visited your website and then it improves your chances of them taking action. So your best chance of success, right, is by using one or more tools to drive traffic to your website and then use retargeting to get the most out of that traffic. So there you have it. That's remarketing, um, retargeting or remarketing. You know what it does, you know how to do it, and you know when it works best. Okay, so what do I do? Um, just quick, um, 
final one. I use I have a WordPress um, powered website, and uh, and I'm not doing this as a marketing pitch or anything like that. It's just stuff that I use on my website, and I tend to use a lot of plugins because I manage my website and as I improve and I learn and I try to be better at what I do. And I know it's not the most um, from what I've heard, it's not recommended to have a lot of plugins, but I do. At the moment, I'm looking at my website and I have 25, no, 28 uh, plugins, uh, 28 active plugins. Uh, not the best, but hey, you know, at the moment, I will probably review it later. Uh, but at the moment, I have 28 plugins. So the one that I use to allow me to put uh, retargeting pixels is called. <sighs> God, where's my drink? I think I need to have a drink now. I'm getting quite thirsty. Um, what's it called now? I'm missing it. Re, 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 re. Ah, no, it's not re, re, re. It's a tracking code manager, I think. Yes, it's a tracking code manager. The plugin is called Tracking Code Manager, and it's developed by IntelliWP. And basically, it's a plugin to manage all your tracking codes and conversion ping, um, pixels Simply is compatible with Facebook, Google, WooCommerce, easy, 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 easy digital downloads, and WordPress e-commerce. Right? It's a very straightforward uh, plug um, plugin to use. Here is a free option and a premium one. For my needs, I don't need to have loads and loads of tracking code and um, tracking code. I don't need to track people. Um, I only have two um, on my on this plugin. I only have the one which I only put recently because I was trying to try out this, you know, retargeting pixels um, that Facebook do, which is why I thought I would then share with you, you know, what I, you know, as part of my continuing professional development. Because you know, when you you find something out, you should share it with someone else. You know, you can't just keep it all to yourself. I mean, that's how I found out about it because I was reading up stuff. So I'm hoping I've now passed on the knowledge, and you will also pass the knowledge on. And you know, so to use. I don't use Facebook and um, Google ads just because I found right that people, or I will use myself as an example, I become blind to ads. Like I'm on Google and I know that ads are there, but I sort of like shut it out. Like I don't notice the ads anymore. So I can I can almost imagine the number of times that I've clicked ads. I tend to not click ads um, a lot. Um, then, so that's that one. And then a number of people, the number of people who are using ad blockers, I read somewhere that it's increasing and increasing and a lot of people are now trying to, um, the number of people who are going to be in, um, using ad blockers um, specifically for Google uh, would, only, would only be increasing and increasing, right? So that's why it's great to have a wide um, digital marketing strategy so you're not, you know, bound by the limitations of just one um, digital place. I prefer Google and Facebook ads just because, you know, I've taken action when I've seen Facebook um, ads and they tend to come up as sponsored um, posts as opposed to the way that um, it shows on um, Google um, and it comes up in your timeline. I would say maybe four out of ten times Facebook ads are targeted specifically to my needs enough for me to want to take action, be it click like, be it go and visit the page, you know, do action. So I thought, considering that I rarely, rarely click on ads on Google, um, that I thought Facebook ads would be best. So, you know, for you to do something, you need to first of all test it out to see um, 
how effective it would be. Okay, so I took out the Facebook. Um, so you, for you to get a Facebook um, conversion pixel, so on Facebook it's called a conversion pixel because it helps Facebook to track you know, the people who take action on your website, right? So um, you need to go to Facebook Advert Manager um, and create your pixel there. Sorry, it's outside of my scope to do so right now. Um, but you know, if you're really interested and you want me to talk you through how to do so, then you know, by all means, do drop me a line. Um, if you would like me to do this as a webinar, um, then yes, please. You know, by all means, do drop me a line, and I will consider if it was worth doing it as a webinar, so you can actually see what I was talking about. Um, so yeah, so if you go on Facebook, create a Facebook Adverts Manager account, get your um, Facebook Pixel code, and it's simply a thing of copy and paste, um, copy and paste it, right? So you copy the code from Facebook, you activate, you know, you click on your um, Tracking Code Manager plugin, you go into the settings, straight up you will see where it says Add New Tracking Code, you click on it, and you paste the code, the pixels that you got from Facebook, but then, most importantly, you then need to do certain things. When you scroll down the page after pasting your um, code, it then gives you position inside position inside the code. So it has three options, and it's quite important that you choose the correct one. So Facebook will tell you where it needs the code to be put. So if you put it the wrong way, then Facebook will not be able to um, read the pixels. So you've got three options, before head, after body, and before body. Right, but when you're copying the code from Facebook, you should see an option there to tell you specifically where you want the the code. You also have the, the um, option to show the code um, on any device, basically every and all device that people come, or on specific devices, e.g., desktop, mobile, or tablet. Right. Personally, I would leave it at you know all all pages and all devices, but then again, it's up to you. Then you now it also says where do you want to add this code. Do you want to do it on just on your standard WordPress website, or do you want to do so? If you then have an e-commerce functionality on your website, e.g., WooCommerce, Easy Digital Downloads, or any of the other ones, um, you can then do it so that you track conversions and see people who come from Facebook. Do they, you know, buy things from your website? What do they do? Do they just come and go, or do they take specific actions? And then you click save. Give Facebook a few minutes and you know possibly visit the website yourself, your website, go a few pages, and then Facebook will be able to confirm that you know your tracking pixel is live. Then if you take out a Facebook ad and then use the conversion pixel as your tracking pixel, um, then it will then be able to link both of them together um, for you and then give you better insight as to the performance of your website. But because of that, you know, when people have already visited your website, it then tends to show those specific people um, your, you know, your ad more, um, more often because they've already visited your website without doing anything. So it's kind of like just reminding them that, oh, you've already visited this page, but you know, you can come back again. Um, so yes, um, that's about it. Um, like I said, I am not an expert, I am not. You know, I'm not an, a web developer or web marketer, so I hope you found you know my layman's terms um, explanation quite useful. Um, who knows if you know any other better way 
then I would welcome, totally welcome any comments from you. Um, and who knows, maybe in the next few weeks or so, I might have an expert, a proper expert come in and give us more um, information on how retargeting works um, better than I, that I could um, say it. So um, there you have it. Um, oh, and as a last one, um, this September, this coming September, on the 7th of September 2017, I'm hosting and investing in... I'm hosting an Investing in Africa virtual summit. Uh, it's called Digital Strategies. Um, I've got a lineup of truly amazing guests, you know, who have done, um, you know, they've got a range of businesses and services um, that they're going to talk you through their own step-by-step -step, um, strategies, um, you know, for promoting their businesses and how you can utilize the growth in the internet industry in, in you know, in Africa to also reach new user bases. For instance, um, Nigeria, for instance, has, you know, about, give or take, 200 million um, people. You know, that's the population. But less than 50% of the population um, currently has access to the Internet. But obviously, as the years go by, you know, the number of people who have access to the Internet is only going to increase. So when someone gets onto the Internet the first time, the person is eager for content. So... Do you want to then be at the mind, you know, at the front of those people, or do you not want to be? Because for me, I think it's important to be at the front of those people, you know, when they're discovering content for the first time, and you know, they they would also want to take out services, you know, buy books, you know, just discovering it. It's a, it's like being, you know, sent into or being in a, in a candy shop, you know, and you've never had candy before, you know, you just then, wow, you know what? So this is what I've been missing out on. So yeah, if you would like to find out about my Investing in Africa Virtual Summit, um, please do visit my, my blog. So shegilolasalami.co.uk forward slash blog. So I'll spell that out. It is S-E-G-I-L-O-L-A s-a-l-a-m-i dot co dot uk forward slash blog um but yeah so i'm gonna go grab my drink now my hot chocolate um it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show as always um you know if you're not connected with me on facebook you know i'm saying well, my handle is at iayetunde1 which is i-y-a-y-e-t-u-n-d-e figure one so at I-Y-A-Y-E-T-U-N-D-E, figure one, on Instagram and Facebook. I'm at Shagilola Salami, so S-E-G-I-L-O-L-A-S-A-L-A-M-I. I know it was quite a lot. But anyways, until next time, um, I hope to hear from you guys very soon. Um, until then, take care and best wishes. And I hope the day is sunnier where you are than it is on this gloomy day in London. But until next time, bye-bye for now.